0: Okay, hello and welcome to episode 9 of the Value of Talent podcast. I'm your host, Harry Trades, and with me as always, my man, the myth, the legend, Fedo. What's going on, man? Uh, what's popping?
1: Everything is amazing. Amazing. Wow,
0: okay. Okay, I'd love to hear it. i love to hear it. Yeah. Um, yeah, we haven't spoke for a week, just over a week? Yes, busy times. Right yeah, now. just... Busy times. Um, you're busy winning double, ge- well, back-to-back game weeks, which we will get into. Um, probably a, a shorter episode this week than normal. We normally hit over an hour and twenty-ish. We'll probably, we'll probably leave it at an hour, I imagine. Um, yeah, it's, this game week or this this episode, we've got Fedo's uh, back-to-back Champions Europe win, which we'll get into. Um, I had some success this weekend in under twenty-three, and then. Obviously, big update today from Sora in regards to how the football, you know, or well, the calendar is going to look, I guess, in 2023 and how the game modes are going to look from, you know, play-to-earn perspective and, I don't know, free-to-play, all that jazz. So we'll get into it all. Um, if you can leave us a review, lads, that'd be great. Um, yes, please do. And yeah, we're just, we're just going to get into things. FEDA, back-to-back Champions Europe victories going back, what, like two weeks ago now? Um, first ago. of all, congratulations one week ago. So I'm looking at the second win here. We spoke about the first win on last week's podcast. In game week three three five. 3 Fedder then defended his title um, with a 340 point lineup in Champion Europe Rare. Chesney Danilo, Tamori Tonali, and Nabil Fakir as captain. Fedder, what did it feel like? Talk us through 430 points, sorry. Talk us through what. It meant to you to win back-to-back champions europe game weeks
1: um and it, honestly saying this it meant the world for me because like back to back that's so amazing like i i honestly don't know anybody who did that like back to back in champion europe especially like that's that's absolutely nuts and when i what, and I, I really didn't basically i was i was Okay, now Juve started really, really good, I have to say. But I said, okay, this will be a Tier Mm 2, Tier 1, at most, basically. And then uh, on, I think, Sunday night, um, I think uh, Fikir scored. Um, No, Sunday afternoon scored. And I didn't even Mm -hmm. watch it. But I saw, oh, yeah, Fikir scored. Oh, this looks promising. 38 points as a captain. So I had three guys already mm-hmm. played and already was on I think again two hundred and eighty points something like that. And then there was the game Milan Roma which is an amazing game at the end of the day. So I said, oh it's gonna be so tough. I'm not I'm never gonna defend it. <laughs> and then I was just watching the game. Yeah yeah. Nothing serious and I and then Milan scored the 1-0 and I didn't recognise. And then like twenty minutes after they showed the replay and I saw that Tonali did the corner for the goal for of Kalulu. Yes, basically. So he actually got the assist. Yeah, yeah. And I did. I, I was mind blown because <laughs> this is a new change. That's why I think Tonali is is gonna be more and more valuable for so five as well because he now get he now takes uh, set mm-hmm. pieces as well, which is very very important. So yeah, I, I realized in that moment when I realized that he actually assisted again. And it was like 2-0 and like 60th minute. So I knew tomorrow was like okay-ish doing okay-ish in this sense. I was like completely ecstatic. Mm-hmm. Completely ecstatic. Because I really didn't get that. Donali did the assist actually. I really didn't get it, bro. And um and then I think I did the one mistake, which I never do. Uh, to look how the scores are actually lining up right now. And I was again first. And when I looked, Mm. Tomori had 75 points, which was huge again because he played actually pretty good. But at that point, it was still 2-0 Milan. And then in the last six minutes of the game, Rome did a 2-2 and Tomori went down from 75 to 57, actually. And then I was like already trembling, I was still wow. at first, but I knew, okay, now i I lost like <laughs> 20, I lost like twenty points in this way. Is this gonna hold? Yeah, and there were some very strong lineups still to needed to be played, especially from Atletico Bilbao, who could all surpass me in this way. and then mm-hmm. I and then I did something, and i was I couldn't sleep, and I couldn't really realize what happened. I really couldn't sleep. <laughs> And uh, then yeah. on Monday, Atletico played, I think, against... Um, Atletico played against Osasuna. And I watched the whole game. Honestly telling, I've never seen a more okay. boring game than that game. Like <laughs> I, I've never seen any more. But it was still so frustrating. <laughs> because I really hope that Yuri, the left-back of yeah, Atletico yeah. Bilbao, had a really <laughs> shitty game in this way, in uh-huh. this sense.
0: And <laughs> somehow
1: he managed, he had to do... He didn't have to score over uh, 65 points. And I think he managed to only score 61 points. So it was like super, super, super close. But at the end of the day, we won it. And Mm -hmm. uh, I was just amazing. Like it felt really, really, really amazing to win it back-to-back. And uh, yeah, that's just really honored. And uh, and I think I, I gave all my pleasure and what I really felt on Twitter and um, mm-hmm. yeah, and uh, this amazing achievement got rewarded from Sora's side with the goat. They gave me the goat, which at that moment I didn't realize. <laughs> I, I remember when I opened the pack, I, I remember I called you before because I wanted to, that we live streamed it basically. But uh, live, yeah, yeah, yeah. you were yeah. sick at that day, very, mm-hmm. very sick, I, I remember. Um, so um, mm-hmm. I opened it. And Lionel Messi came out, and I couldn't believe it. I just closed... I I remember. I just closed the computer, and went lay down for ten minutes in the bed. In, uh-huh. in bed, and then I realized it. And, <laughs> Messi. and then I sent you the <laughs> then I sent you the, the and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was crazy. It was like honestly, bro, crazy. Told, like
0: you saw. I, uh, I, I I I mean, obviously, I can compare it to like my Vinny. My Vinny. Bro, bro one, I right? finished. But like what a feeling that is. I it,
1: finished Sora. I've won back you've done and it. back. I know. You've and I won Lionel Messi. I won Lionel. Who, who do I... Bro, I, won. Won I, big... I finished tour. I what big...
0: do I need to do now? Like... <laughs> I know. You're done. That's the problem. Like, a part of you probably feels like... I mean, it can get better, obviously. You can win at a Kimmich, you know, at Mbappe. But in terms of, like, you've just won Lionel Messi after he just won the fucking World Cup. Like like come on now you've got this you've got a messy card okay it doesn't have an argentina kit on it right but it has the season in which he was obviously playing for psg of course but in the same season he just went and won the world cup thing no, like crazy. does that not does that not make it extra special for you
1: it is it's very very difficult like like i'm i'm really torn because He's the gold, and you can't sell Lionel Messi. You can't, <laughs> especially if he, especially if he just prolonged his his contract at PSG, so that you have one and a half years still of him being the best striker in champion Europe. By the way, him tearing mm-hmm. down the whole League One, him being the best card on the platform in League One, and then after League One, most mm-hmm. probably going to South America or MLS because he just wants to have a a, on, a, a round of honor in this way. And uh, yeah. then also just banging hundreds every game, so there is still a lot of utility left in Lionel Messi in this way. A lot, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. And you can't, agree. You, you can't really sell Lionel Messi. It's, it's, it's it would be it would be a, in Germany would say lesson it would be a, a, a insult, like a disgrace, God, yeah. a disgrace to God in this insulting, way, insulting, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and you know, on the other hand. Like, I'm really, really getting hammered uh, on uh, on the MLS side that all my super ass are going <laughs> to Europe somehow and nobody's saying in MLS. <laughs> so, I somehow need Eve to buy a new
0: super ass for the MLS. So, and uh, <laughs> so I'm really That's torn. the thing. That's the thing. Yeah, I don't blame you. Like, like you said, it is he is the GOAT. You've won him, he's a reward. Like, Like, rewards. It's like Vinny. Like, I I feel like I never want to sell a Vinny because, or my Vinny, because I want him, right? Same, similar situation to you and your, your Messi. Obviously, Messi's a bit older. So, like you said, there is like a sell-by date on him. It is tough to, you know, really understand, you know, when are you going to really want to sell him. Um, But like you said, if you have other places in your gallery that needs, you know, you need attention, i.e., you know, uh, MLS super is. Then, you know, sometimes you have to to make sacrifices for this. So, um, yeah, it's tough, isn't it?
1: The problem is there's a trophy under Messi. Nobody can take that exactly. away from me. That's the thing. There's a fucking exactly sorry for the language. There's a bloody trophy. <laughs> fine, there's a bloody there's <laughs> a bloody trophy under Messi, which is crazy. Plus, he's the best card on the platform, so five wise. He is. So mm-hmm. basically, the the question is to ask. He, first of all, I have the collectible item of him now. Plus. Is he going to yield that much in these next years that you can still play him? That it keep that it yeah. actually is worth keeping him? Or should you sell him and buy him less mm-hmm. players? But honestly, okay. I have a very competitive Champion Europe team. Now I have the best striker mm-hmm. for Champion
0: Europe and the whole platform. So why just not ride yeah. it out now Like in this case? True. True, because you can. You never know. You could win a, a Kimich, or you know, you like. You could win another mess. You, you just don't know, do you? If you have, you know, the upper echelon cards, like you said already, and if you add a Messi into that, it can only get better for you, really, can't it? So in this way, yeah, um, yeah. So that's an in- yeah interesting uh, dilemma there. You know, in terms of, you know, where where could you yield better? Is it sell him and and, and spread that into MLS, or is that keep him and, and hope he can you know win you or help win you prizes um, that can offset his appreciation i guess in terms of like utility over these next couple of years um so yeah interesting interesting dilemma there to be fair um but yeah just want to say go on congratulations first but i know you've got something else to say so go ahead no no, it's it, again
1: we're talking about Lionel messi here and you know that better than i do you love him way more than i do and uh yeah it's 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 Lionel messi it's the freaking goat <laughs> nothing to add here you know what i mean and no 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 you yeah, have no, a, you have yeah. a t-shirt of him behind of you right now you see and yeah uh, oh, um uh and he's the god I really don't want to sell him but I'm telling you honestly if this if Lucho Acosta moves I need to buy a superbly tier one <laughs> tier zero super MLS midfielder and I need to get the puntdom somehow. <laughs>
0: So know, let's, all not, Lu- Lucia. let's all yeah, pray that let's all pray stays at Cincinnati, and I'm fine, and I can keep, keep <laughs> this messy. No, I I hope. Uh, funny story, actually one of my one of my best friends started building a uh, MLS limited stack for this new MLS season, and uh, yeah, he's gone with a uh, Brendan Vasquez and Luciano Acosta uh, forward stack. So, or uh, well, forward midfielder stack. That's so I'm, very I'm excited stack. for him, and yeah, and I'm just hoping that obviously, like you said, he does stay in. Uh, the MLS, but I think he's back training and stuff. It seems like everything's leaning towards him staying, so I think you should be fine with no, the no. supera.
1: The thing with Lucha Costa is uh, people were only panicking because he was supposed to go to Partizan Belgrade, which would not be uh, so 5 covered. That's why the people were course. absolutely panicking. But the people like Partizan Belgrade, and it was supposed, it was the rumor that Partizan Belgrade would pay for him, I think, 4 million. Euros, okay, and I think Partizan Belgrade never ever spent more than 2 million on a, okay. on a player. So Anybody. for sure, yeah, yeah. they're not going to spend 4 million on Lucho Acosta in this way.
0: No, yeah, that doesn't make too much sense, does it? Um, historically for them, I guess, from, from a so, business standpoint. Okay, yeah, it makes I, sense.
1: I, I think it's, uh. with Lucho, I think it's I, I'm really into the, the thematic now because I'm really... Uh, I'm researching every day what happens in Cincinnati because I'll have uh, Brenna, who is uh, also yeah. on the verge of moving and uh, yeah that and, one's
0: interesting and, yeah, that one is interesting
1: but it seems like Lucho he is training which is also already a good sign because then he shows that he's he's still willing to play for this club at the end of the day i think he just yeah. wants another a new contract or at least another mm-hmm. club to give him a better contract because of the season he had last year because he was basically the best midfielder in MLS last year because Hani Mukta Mm -hmm. wasn't an MLS he wasn't a midfield player he was more like a striker and if you look just based on chances created Lucho Costa was the best in the MLS so I think he he thinks he deserves a better contract and um, I think he deserves a better contract as well I think they should just give him two more millions and I think he's fine and the problem is if Cincinnati lose Luciano Acosta, they completely lost three years of their project because, mm-hmm. okay, if they lose Brenner, it's it's of course not that great for them, but it's fine. A striker, you can get integrated very, very easily. But the playmaker, the yeah. whole the whole game of Cincinnati is surrounded about on Lucho Acosta. And he, if he leaves, basically they start from ground zero and then and they can't afford that. They just can't afford that. No, you...
0: Yeah, the goal scorers. I know scoring goals is the hardest thing to do in football, but buying a striker is easier to do, I think, than buying a number ten and integrating that number ten into the team because everyone needs to buy into how good the play, that ten is in the sense that like everyone needs to trust him because he's on the ball most frequently, he's creating chances, etc., cetera, et cetera. And yeah, obviously, Luciano Costa has that. Cincinnati already He's well established. Like we said, he had a great season last year. And yeah, it just it would be very hard to uh, yeah to replace what what he brings to that team, like you said there, compared to like a Brenner. Even though Brenner, you know, had a, equally a very good season in his own right, um, of course, but for sure. So yeah, well, go on. Yeah, no, no,
1: no. I, exactly what you said, but I think Brenner, as you said correctly, I think a striker is way more exchangeable than the
0: heart of the mm-hmm. team in this way. That's that's, yeah, yeah. that's it. Yeah, no, it makes sense, 100%. Um, okay, so we covered you back-to-back. We've covered a little bit of MLS talk. Um, I had a good little weekend, to be honest, in game week 337. I won a Tier 1 and a Tier 2, but more importantly, or, or more sort of um, broadly, how crazy was the under-23 scoring this weekend? It
1: was absolutely bonkers. Absolutely bonkers. Insane. Uh-uh.
0: So, I finished 56th in under-23 rare with 382 points, which was 22 points off a tier 1 and 55 points off a star rare. But that star rare only started on the third position, so podium only for star rares um, in under-23 rare. But, yeah, Costa didn't get a clean sheet, which was annoying. I would have made, well, I would have probably got a tier 1 in that sense if he did get a clean sheet, but... Yeah, just really tough. I had a player that scored 100 points at a 98, a 70, a 65, and then Costa with a 48. Um, yeah, just really crazy scoring. And then I finished 14th in under-23 rare pro with a 418 points, which was a, a big score. 20 points away from a star rare, 56 points away from the podium. Just incredible, really. And, and what makes it even crazier, Fed, I think, is like Mbappe didn't even start. You had no Real Madrid, and you had no Barcelona.
1: Yeah, but I think I have to say like Real Madrid at the moment has no not good. No, i agree. not <laughs> have no place in the, com- in the in the in the in conversation, the conversation, In the conversation at the moment. Um, yeah, fair
0: enough. That's fair enough. The, the, I agree. Uh, Pedri like, at yeah. the
1: moment is not doing what he should do or what he's what he's able to do even on SO five. He's doing it in real life, but maybe not translating uh into yeah, SO five and Uh yeah but who 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 was that good this weekend
0: like was well i'm just looking at i have the list here actually so we can go through it i mean the standouts in terms of like the popular players i think is like jonathan david scored 92 right so a lot of players have jonathan david um you know when a striker scores 92 points and especially if you've captained him you know you're you're on you're on for a good week probably uh scored 92 as well with a goal that didn't help people that didn't have him. <laughs> um, Kavash Vila scored ninety, and then oh, yeah. anyone that plays Kavash basically plays Osiman, and Osiman scored eighty-six point five. So that there is basically two hundred points with XP 86. bonuses, point right? Five. Only eighty-six point five with three Only. decisives. Yeah, the- I mean Kavash Vila had three decisives as well. So why is Barry uh, so bad? I don't know. Let me have a look at what they're doing. So Osiman's A that's, that's worse than Gonzalo Ramos AA. <laughs> I know. So o- o- Osiman lost Osiman lost six duels and only won one duel. He missed a big chance, so there's you know, there's eleven points lost there. And then Kavash Vila, um if I'm saying his name right, he lost eight duels, only won five. Um he didn't miss any big chances to be fair. But yeah, I mean he had 17 points on attack, minus three on total possession and minus two on defense because of his midfield card because they conceded one goal. So, I mean, yeah, I guess it, it makes sense in that sense. But 90 is still a, a very good score. Alban Lafon scored 85, which is very big, obviously, for a popular goalie like him. that has been a well-minted. Um, who else is really, really popular here? I mean, there's nobody crazy. Who's that? Sorry. Bayer and Muric
1: are very popular both of them
0: they are yeah true I I mean yeah Bayo's at the top here I didn't I forgot to say him yeah of course Jordan Bayer is pretty popular I wouldn't say in terms of like mintage like that he's that popular but yeah you're right people obviously would have played him with Muric, like I did yes Uh, Muric did obviously get his clean sheet which helped but you know Muric is I think Muric had seven not even like 65 maybe um Obviously, with XP is like a 70, but you know, Alban Lafont's 85 without XP is, is 90 basically, isn't it? Which is a massive score. Uh, Gonjalo Ramos, like you said, two goals with a 70. Um, Tajani got a 69. Carlson got a 64, I think, with no decisive. Um, Mark McKenzie had a decent score, like just a, just like the usual suspects, I guess, all really scored pretty well. Um, and, yeah, it resulted in a very, very uh, high-scoring game week. Chavy uh, Simons as well, just another one to add. Um, so, yeah, it was it was interesting, to say the least. Obispo with an 80, uh, 76. Okay. Um, Odegaard, 78. So, yeah, I can see how this sort of planned out. By the way, I'm very pleased with Badia Shields' uh, performance for Chelsea, by the way, 84. Yes, amazing. Very happy with that. I watched the highlights. I mean, Amazing. He, he didn't really do much, but yeah, he did what he had to do. Obviously, he kept the clean sheet and, and kept the ball well. So um, I'm really happy for him. But yeah, very high scoring week. Did you get up to much this game week, Feder? Yes, I won
1: something in new 23 I won a tier 3 nice. with 380 okay. points. Uh, yeah. And it's this kid, I don't uh, just look at my gallery. Have a look. I don't know I his know. name. He's actually pretty decent if I'm honest. I'm keeping okay. I'm, and he's a midfielder. Okay. I love midfielders.
0: Okay, let's have a look. Fedon nineteen ninety seven. Cesar Galbert? Galabert? Okay. Yes. Oh yeah. Wow. A hundred versus racing. Wow. That's a Tier 3? That's a Tier Three, yes jesus there is some some nice peaks there isn't it one card he's, for sale he's great bro yeah he's actually nice i think he 100, should 100 pounds.
1: be i think he should be way higher but people don't know him because he was injured the whole time
0: he's a number 10 as well for uh for this club yeah he's Miranda. on ten pieces
1: as well i think
0: wow okay that's really interesting um yeah, thir- uh, 29 AA at the weekend. He didn't play against Adagotha for some reason. I guess he was maybe injured or whatever. Um, oh yeah, that seems... <laughs> that he's seems doing cheap. 65 in AA, bro. Every time he gets to the sizes, <laughs> that's 100. Exactly. Three months ago, his Super Rare went for 45 pounds. Seriously? <laughs> yeah, three months ago. And then his Unique went for 600 pounds two months ago, which is crazy. He's crazy good, guys. I know. For his, I mean, for his, for his, uh, his price, he seems crazy good. Yeah, for his um, price,
1: he seems very, very good. Like, yeah. honestly.
0: Are you excited for the Bundesliga to be back, Fedor?
1: Don't really know, uh, because <laughs> then you have all these Bayern stacks again. Uh, yeah. But yeah, of course, watching it. Uh, yeah. Uh, it seems like Jan Sommer is finally moving to have to buy Munich.
0: Yeah, so, I saw that. Yeah, that's not that bad. Be fun.
1: Mm-hmm. In, in, in a in certain sense, uh,
0: how do you think uh, Bayer Leverkusen by Leverkusen are gonna look
1: with with okay Okayish. They're they're getting Florian Witz back, so that's a big plus. I think uh, a lot of a lot of teams would be better with Florian Witz in themselves. Uh, for, True, especially because that kid can can score. That's the most important thing. Like, uh, yeah, in this way he's so much better than Musiala that he can score. He's scoring the goals. Like he not pose, isn't he? He's so composed, yeah, he's in so front composed. Of he's so good. Yeah. I wouldn't say that he's better than Musiala. I think they're both absolutely phenomenal. I don't uh-huh. understand, okay, how good they can be. They're absolutely phenomenal. And, of course, uh, I just think. Uh, uh, Musiala has uh, the slight edge over Musiala that he actually knows how to shoot the goals at least for the Mm. moment so
0: yeah I I think Musiala is better to get into the positions but when he's in the positions he seems like he just lacks that final that final bit of quality in terms of like you know finishing right where Wurtz is you know it seems like he's so composed in front of goal and can, can just it, everything just slows down for him it's similar to Pedri even though Pedri doesn't score that many right now it's just like they, the game just slows down really really slowly and then like they're so composed and they can just pass the ball into the net and I know that sounds easy but trust me it's, oh, we all know it's not easy to do right but for whatever reason Musiala just gets a little bit too excited it feels like In front of goal, but exceptional player. That's the exceptional player, nonetheless. Um, Okay, let's get into Fedder. Probably the bulk of this episode, this you know going forward, is going to be the key gameplay updates for SoRare Football Twenty Twenty Three. Did you read through the medium article today? Yes, I did. Of course, I think everybody did. I mean, of course. Like, well, like, were you disappointed? Like, just not disappointed no, I, overall. I just win. mean...
1: I actually think it's a big uh, Okay,
0: win. yeah, you, that's fine. But did you think it was going to be something different, is what I'm getting at? Like, did you go into it thinking, oh, we're going to see the Prem, or, you know, or did you not think anything, or did you just not care? Talk me through it. Um... Like, did you go into it thinking, oh, they're going to announce the Prem today, or they're going to announce, you know what I'm saying? No, anything I, 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 always knew
1: that I always knew they were not going to announce the Prem. And I okay. think people were just a little bit too excited about that, but uh, mm-hmm. people should have just be logical for one second. And then, then if they would announce the prem, they probably would just put the medium post out there, like most likely mm-hmm. do a live stream, something like that. Or yeah, yeah, and Very like a, on a, on a Wednesday before the big NBA game. I think now the NBA, the whole show is on Zora NBA tomorrow at the Detroit-Pittston uh, at the Paris game. So they won't... They will not take away the, the light of that. The limelight. So... Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. If Prem is coming, which it is, hopefully in June and July, as I said, but uh, I people are saying too many people I trust on Zora that is coming soon and... Mm-hmm. And um, then it will come soon. And uh, the people will, I think Sora will do everything to let people know that it is coming. And uh, they weren't that mysterious. I think it was like two days ago that they tweeted, there's new game week updates. Um, and if okay. the premise is coming, yeah. they would say, okay, in two weeks we have the YouTube meeting. Nicholas is
0: having. Of course. Yeah. yeah. I think at least that's my personal uh, idea no, of I how they the would idea. do it, basically. Yeah, they would they'd make it Well, obviously they're going to make a massive deal out of it instead of just a medium post i agree um okay how do you like just just i'm just scanning through the the medium article now you know the the bulk of it is basically you know changing or or like with how they say it refining the manager progression going from an amateur to a pro in a three step um process do you like how you know the the whole sort of progression thing's going to work now i do like
1: it I really do like it. I think it's really good and I think it gives utility to a lot of cards that didn't have any utility mm-hmm. before, especially in the Cap 220 mode. And uh, this is really brilliant. I have to say that's a big win. Um, it's. I think it's going to be... A lot of people will focus on that. So I think regions itself will become a light, slightly little bit more easy in this way. Okay. Because you will yeah. have... Look at this! We will have Cap 270. We have we will have Champion Europe, and we will have All Star Rare. So, people and and as I saw the Cap 220 the 270 is gonna be kind of the best competition you have to play in Sora, the Cap 270. Okay. So mm-hmm. um, people probably will put a strong lineup in there. Then they will probably put still a strong lineup in Champion Europe, and in Osore they will actually put a not that decent lineup in it anymore. Maybe even mm-hmm. before they put in a strong lineup in Osore, they put it in two in Cap two forty. So I think Osore is gonna be a lot easier than before. Honestly, uh, about the specific regions, I think so as well. Especially the heavy weights like. Uh, challenger and europe where the big big stacks are playing some of them will be moved to um to the cap 270 space in this way i think the beauty about u23 is that you can't really play any stacks except i think there's one spanish u20 uh, second division team that you could actually play a complete u23 stack but normally it's Mm -hmm. quite unusual (laughs) So yeah. it will not affect that that much, but yeah, it's gonna be fine. Especially in the two twenty cap, you probably can play a whole stack, which is still good in this way. You might need can't you might can't play the five powerhouses, but anyways, mm-hmm. you will have other players of that club if you have that stack, so that if something happens, you can exchange them. Um, but I, in generally, I think it's a big win, a really big win, uh, especially the the super uh, cap modes. I'm excited for. As I understood yeah. it correctly, please correct me if I'm wrong. You get oh, the mm-hmm. threshold. You only get from the cap 240. Correct. And uh, and and the rest is basically just playing for progression.
0: Yeah, hundred um, percent. I'm just looking at the the graphics now. So we've got. Cap 220 is four limiteds and one common. This is obviously talking about the limited cap mode. Uh, any player, 220 points cap, no XP or captain score bonuses. Then we move to cap 240, five limiteds, any players, 240 cap points, of course, no XP or captain score bonuses. Again, cap 270 is five limiteds, any player, 270 cap points, XP and captain bonus, which is 50% applies. And then that goes then into All-Star and Regions, which is just five limited. Standard competition rules apply. Um, and then and then the progression then is kickoff, which we, we do now know is going to be permanent. So every kickoff for every scarcity is going to be a permanent fixture in every game week, I imagine, um, which is uh, for kickoff limited it is one rare and four limited no scarcity and xp bonus captain must be a rare and the captain bonus is 50% so that like i said applies to every scarcity um and i just think it just lays out a really nice sort of progression you know it is kind of a lot more clearer now i know this doesn't we we still do we still don't know what the rewards are going to look like for you know cap 270 cap 240, uh, 240 or cap 220 for that matter um like obviously they're basically you know getting rid of like underdog is basically cap 220 uh specialist is basically cap 270 kind of yes um and then cap 240 is obviously no well i guess cap 240 is specialist in a way um with the yeah no yeah uh, sorry cap 240 is basically specialist obviously with you know the fact that you can win ethan there and stuff but um and a threshold but i'm i'm just happy that there's like you know a clear sense of progression now like i said rewards is another issue on it in itself we still don't know how that's going to be distributed we don't know you know what the best plan of action is in terms of you know uh, me as an under 23 player am i gonna am i gonna put my eggs in the cap baskets or am i gonna play my best under 23s and under 23 probably best under 23s and under 23 you know just thinking about it right now but you just don't know until the the rewards are out of course um but yeah i, I like the look of it i like the fact that kickoff's staying i think kickoff's cool because i, I think the, the fact that we kickoff you only you're only allowed 10 cards from the upper scarcity so if you're playing kickoff limited yes you are only allowed 10, 10 rare cards in your gallery is that correct yes or no more than yes. yeah uh, 10 cards um, not that scarcity
1: so you could you're Got you're you. not able to play kick kickoff super rare.
0: No, I could only play kickoff unique, basically.
1: Yeah, if you could have
0: buy another three,
1: yes. Or how much? Well no, I, I mean
0: you only you only need one unique in kickoff unique. As in you only need one super rare in kickoff super rare, but you're only allowed ten of them in your gallery if that makes sense. So okay, yeah, you yeah, you know, if you play. have eleven uniques you can't play kickoff unique yeah you can basically so
1: you can play off yeah. of unique
0: now yeah. i can play the yeah the only funny i can play kickoff limited and i can play kickoff well actually it's not kickoff limited it's technically kickoff rare there's only three kickoffs is how i'm looking at this yes there's a kickoff rare a, kick, a kickoff super sorry and a kickoff unique yeah I, I can't play the super i can only play the unique and the rare because i don't have um i only have one limited card actually so yeah, interesting sort of revamps. I mean, they're saying they're going to upgrade the club shop, which is something that's, you know, probably should have been done ages ago. They're going to um revamp training, which is obviously a pain for a lot of managers with lots of cards. Um and then it gets down to Fedder, the big discussion and the big talking point of this game week, which is game week deadlines, Fedder. There's been a lot of, you know, uproar today in the community, specifically in the Asian um region in terms of like you know users that have those cards and, and follow those leagues and i'm one of them i, I have j league cards and stuff yep. i have k league cards yeah me too what like what what do you think like is this the best solution i think j league is not uh affected by that
1: i think it's more the k league bro uh, it is yeah you're right you're right um Anyways, we have a big problem with the K-League and with the J-League that they don't have
0: renewed the license until yet now. The license. I, yeah, that's, well, a diff- that's a different question, I guess. But in terms of the K-League, how do you feel about, you know, the... um the, I'm not feeling great. You know, I, have,
1: the, I have two big fans yeah.
0: of the K-League. I have Lehan Boom, who
1: have many baskets and a hack. And I also have the gold Chizinha And uh, uh, pff, I'm not pretty happy about that. The problem is what can they do? They have to tailor to the American market in a way and uh, it's, it was too early for the Americans. It was mm-hmm. just too early and um, and uh, on the other hand you can't really do them dynamic, unfortunately because then you wouldn't be able to put any K-League players into the cap modes or the all-star modes, basically because then mm-hmm. you you would have you would need to close them the same time as you close the K league because you couldn't put them at them later, in the sense you understand what I mean. And uh, yeah, yeah, but most people who have these cards do actually play them in the Aster mode. In the uh, and uh, yeah, so basically, I think uh, there was one guy on I think K K. Kesurreal, K League, I know Soraya. who you're on about. Um, I think he, he yeah, said yeah. It was like eleven of 30, eleven of thirty-three uh, games affected. So that would make thirty-three okay. percent of the games, a third of the games,
0: mm-hmm.
1: which, isn't yeah. le- which isn't that which isn't that low of a number. Actually, it's pretty high. No, no, it's not. It's pretty high. I would say, yeah. yeah. The only thing is what you what we need to understand is how likely is it going to be that. Oh, it's it's very hard. I don't know what Sora did there, but I don't. They have to do it on another way because they have to cater to the American market. And how how? What time is it at uh, twelve Eastern Euro, Central European Time in in, for example, LA? I think it's six o'clock in the morning.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: L- let me yeah, check. Yeah, it's tough. You know, uh, yeah, it's or is it twelve midnight? I don't know.
0: Can you can you please check? So what are you asking for? So I'm asking you you California time now. California time, yes. So California right now is, I mean, it's three hours behind. I think it's, yeah, it's 2 p.m. right now. Okay.
1: So it's nine hours. So it would be be nine in the morning. No, it would be three in the morning.
0: Okay. Yeah. Well,
1: they ca- right now twelve p. Uh, twelve uh, like twelve o'clock in, in 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 Central Europe and in Paris yeah, time. Let's it's say three
0: three a.m. It's three a.m. In, in Cali in California, which is absolutely bonkers. You're not gonna. I mean, of course, any user of that? Like, no, no. You're right. That's the problem isn't it? It's like it's a lesser of two evils. It, like someone's going to get affected. Unfortunately the I mean I know the Asian sort of side of things in terms of J League and K League it's a, it's a big it's a big part of soccer's history in terms of cards and you know people have a lot of connections to those cards and li- likewise with every every league you know Belgium league being the first league whatever but ultimately like you said if you want to appeal to like massive markets and and the biggest markets in terms of friendlier times and and what have you <laughs> It, it just makes more sense to do what they've done, I think. Don't get me wrong, it's still it's still a fuckery. Like it's still not good. I have I have those cards, like it's not fun to, you know, be a part of, but it's also like, well, what what is the solution? I know I heard PSU, um, a good friend of mine, Sean, talking about I, I didn't watch the whole strategy show on Sorry Data, but they were talk he was trying to talk about something like um something to do with like, you know, for half the year you can change the locks in terms of you know, like you know when K League and J League aren't on You know, when they're on break, why don't the locks, you know, cater to European? And then when, um, K League and J League is on, I know there's an overlap. That's the issue, obviously, isn't it? When like everyone's
1: playing, I think the overlap is fine. I think, anyways, the bigger, the most midweeks are going to be played in the summer, anyways. Like in July, August,
0: September, in this way. So yeah, so that's my okay. So that was his point. It was more like okay, so why can't you just cater to, you know, the Asian markets for the summer, if that makes sense? uh, You know, because. He's yeah, right. I think it makes sense. Yeah, right. yeah, he probably is right. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree with that. So maybe there is a solution, and maybe that is it. Um, and yeah, I don't know. It, it feels, it feels a bit like it doesn't feel right that you know utility is going to be lost on cards if nothing changes in that sense. I, I don't like the sound of that um, for people who are heavily based in the K League and 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 have yep. galleries that cater to that. So I don't know. It's an interesting one.
1: At least what they need to do in this case then is that. Uh... At least, like as a as a policy or as a as a as a, as a coming together closer in the sense is that mm-hmm. they at least basically if they have two game weeks and if they have two matches in one game week, just let the better score count. Not that not, is not yeah, at least is a great point. At least do that then in the case. So at least it's not the it's still a fuckery then, but it's not the.
0: It's not the end As of the world, of then you know. Yeah, yeah. But the I worst agree. thing that, is that
1: the worst thing. Yeah. It would be, sorry, sorry for interrupting. But no, the no, worst no, you're thing fine. would be like okay, you have Chizinja; he's coming off the bench on that one game week, and you know that, so yeah, only scoring yep. thirty points. But on the other game week, he's completely fit, and he was supposed to play on that game.
0: He scores a hundred. Yeah, give them the hundred. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, ah, that that is yeah. That's the most stupid. Uh, Led was talking about that obviously on the on the show today and. Yeah, it just makes no sense. Why, like, if they are going to have two games in a game week, why don't you just take the biggest score? It just makes no sense. I can't understand how that is isn't the most logical answer to all these, like, the double game week question. Why is it that, oh, no, we can only take the first game that that player plays in? You know what I'm saying? Like, it just makes, for me, it just makes no sense.
1: Especially they do it in in NBA as well. The higher score counts, not,
0: they have more than. That was, yeah, good point. Good point. That was what he brought up. I forgot that actually. Good. Yeah. Good point. Fed. They they do that in the NBA. Uh, so, rare. so, you know, it's not as if they don't have the technology. It, it clearly exists because they have it. So, you know, why? Why won't they just just do that? That would just make I, I think that would be a bit of a consolation prize to the, the whole K League fuckery, I guess, um, in a way, if nothing else is going to change as long as that changes. I think that would make things a tiny bit OK. Uh, but it's still not great of course um so yeah i I don't know yeah probably 60 percent. okay i agree with you there um i'm just looking at the rewards as well actually for the cap modes i know this is a little bit off topic but i thought it was interesting that it says here in both cap mode 240 and cap mode 270 managers will be able to win cards from the next scarcity in addition to cards from the played scarcity for example podium places in limited cap mode 240 and cap mode Uh, 270 will reward both limited and rare cards. Also note, the top tier cards are more often distributed as as rewards in the more advanced capped competitions like 270. So that's basically saying if I'm going to play capped 270 super rare, they're basically saying if I podium, I'm going to win some uniques is kind of what they're getting at there, right? Yes, basically that's what they're saying.
1: Which is what I said why people will um, play big cards there we'll play very big cards on uh, in uh, in uh, yes that's why I think they will the play the biggest that's interesting. card in 270 in capped
0: yeah, yeah. 270 I can I can see it. I can definitely see it. especially capped 270 rare obviously if you're able to win like you know good super rares in there no, I actually I think, think that'll be
1: uh, interesting I'm sorry to, to, to interrupt again because, but I'm so excited no no you're this fine um, no because it's rude and uh, um, but um I think cap two seventy is like the best price pool you can have
0: now, basically, because it's 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 yeah without knowing without knowing the tiers, it sounds like it's going to be the best. Yeah, you're right. Because they 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 they, um
1: they basically overpowered also a bit. Basically, it's an overpowered also because you still win the best rare cards, but on top of that, you also win pretty decent super rare cards in that way or super rare cards and unique cards yeah. which is amazing mm-hmm. this way um yeah. especially limited uh, nowadays are like more like currencies so even if you play the the, the cap 270 limited and you win that you win mm-hmm. a rare card you can progress and the limited card you win you can you which is basically within a year within a day it sold the limited card so it's basically yeah. money you win so which is amazing
0: yeah percent. And, and with with that rare card that you win in cap mode 270 in the limited cap mode 270 you then are able to play kickoff straight away because exactly. you have the one rare card you know exactly um yeah i i I guess from how they've designed it you know the game econ- economists and stuff in that sense internally it all it does make sense visually i, I do like the sound of it um well, the only thing- obviously we haven't seen rewards so we don't know exactly how it's going to look but we have a you know we can kind of see where they're going I, i'd hope but there's gonna be two big questions now my friend
1: first of Go all on. will they not mint as many cards anymore which would be my dream that's my dream or will the other yeah. regions just get rewards taken Lesser. away? Lesser. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Because where do the, where do all those rewards come from?
0: Well, yeah, but then you got to think they're getting rid of specialists, they're getting rid of underdogs. So, you know, they're, they're basically just repackaging these tournaments. And you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just kind of like a rebranding in a weird way. Yes, I... But I agree with you. I, I, I do agree with you. I, I, if they are... If, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, may you're right. It is one of those two things. They either they either uh, reward more than they than they sell, which I just don't really see happening, but hope like you said that would be would be cool. That would be um, uh, the the best way to do it actually. The dream You think? Yes. But then they make less money though, right? Make less money. They need to find another way how to make money. That's the... Well, well, okay. That gets into a different conversation, which would then be market fees. Yeah, not even market fees, but even sponsorships. Of course, of course. I just mean on the platform itself, you know.
1: Yeah, but of course, market fees on the platform itself. um, Yeah. The problem with that is also that people nowadays are really unrealistic with the prices on the platform and they mm-hmm. they, they, they they put the players way too high on the platform and basically for some players the only way to get them is through auctions and uh, yeah it, it is it is, a, it is a chicken and an egg problem uh, and mm-hmm. uh, but I think on the long run Sora needs to find another way to just over mint in this way especially to um, keep Consistent value in the in on the platform, um, yeah. But yeah, of course, one of the possibilities will be market fees, and we all know it's coming. Certainly, yeah. we're all not blind in this way. And of course uh, yeah. yeah. If I'm actually happily accepting market fees if they mint fifty percent less, honestly.
0: Yeah, I think that would make sense. I don't think they will mint fifty percent less. They might mint a cons, you know a percentage less. I doubt it would be that much. But like you said, that would be pretty cool. Um, but yeah, this is just me sort of yeah just thinking no, but the, you know, I off the top of my head. But they also need to make somehow money as again, uh, of course, it's so yeah. always a business. Yeah. So yeah, well, I think I think us players kind of forget that sometimes, don't we? Yeah, um, it's not there for making us which, money at the end of the day. No, no, definitely not. Um, no, hundred um, percent. Okay, I'm just trying to think now, fella. What, what haven't we covered? Really? We haven't really spoke about. I mean, I don't know if you want to speak about that much, but the the Muradik to Chelsea. How do you think? Hundred oh, mil? Is he worth it? Never. Never, ever. No, like this is the
1: biggest disgrace into Enzo's face you could ever then Like then pay twenty million more and get Enzo
0: Fernandez in the way. I know, right. but let me tell you one thing. One thing that I I think I read about this deal is um, they're not paying the hundred mil up front. is three installments of like thirty three mil, okay, over seven years. So I think the Enzo deal. I think Benfica wanted a lot of money up front, and I, that's why. Um, it wasn't, you know, meant to be in that sense. They didn't want to pay it with the Murdoch deal. I think they're only paying like thirty-three mil this year, thirty-three million, like three years, and then another thirty-three million uh, at the end of his contract. Basically, but bro, so, it, it, um, it, it,
1: it's getting out of hand. Honestly, it's getting out of hand. I like mean, five football, years ago, finances in
0: football. Finances yeah, in well, football.
1: Like five years ago, yeah. no disgrace to Muradik. I've seen him play. This kid. Knows how to play. He's not bad at oh, he's all. he's a good player. He's a good player. Yeah, no, but of course. like, five years ago, he would have been 12 million. Nothing more.
0: Yeah. Yeah, especially from Shakhtar. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Like, yeah. yeah. Like,
1: like, I'm sorry yeah, against um... him. But, and this is what makes me crazy. Like, and especially, what the fuck is... Sorry, again. What the hell <laughs> is... You're Chelsea, fine, you're fine. What is Chelsea doing? What do they try to compete with? Like... Should we just buy everything, but still nothing works? You cannot win with this trainer anyways. You can't I win know. with Graham Potter anyways. You can give him Messi and you won't win. That <laughs> Okay, maybe you will win with Messi, but... Uh, <laughs> But you, you, you understand what I mean? No, like, I know. Uh, <laughs> of
0: course. Yeah, I mean, I don't mind Potter. I'm not, I'm not anti-Potter, but I just think, like you said, che- Chelsea's strategy is, or I don't know what their strategy is right now. It's just buy everyone, loan everything, and, and just stick it all together and into an 11 and hope it works, which clearly it is. And obviously we saw with the... Um, I mean, they they won their last game. To be fair, so you know maybe they they'll turn the corner. But no, they've they've been really bad recently. But and if they spend hopefully millions, so- uh, and I, know, if I, know.
1: Against, I know. I win I know. win against nothing, Crystal Palace. <laughs> Crystal Palace. It's not a big success. If <laughs> yeah. I'm
0: honest, you know what I mean. No, <laughs> it's not. No, of course, of course not. Um, yeah, no. I just yeah I just wanted to bring up the the Mudrick thing. I mean. One random thing—it was so funny, Feder. Right. So I bought—we mentioned it on the podcast last week. I bought a Henry Garrojo, yes, uh, rare card, 15 days ago. Okay, for 370 pounds, 364 pounds. And I have a friend on on Twitter that um, I've I've become quite close to because he's a Familiar Cow uh, fan, and I have a Zedu unique unique who plays Familiar Cow. So you know, I'll I'll, I'll DM him now and again. We'll have conversations and, and whatever. Right. I was coming home from the gym yesterday. Before any news about Henry Carajo came out, and I asked him um, because I know he knows Benfica quite well as well. I just said to him, you know, with all these signings that Benfica are making, they just bought uh, Tengs heart or however you say it, Casper, whoever, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, Norwegian, yeah,
1: yeah, Casper Tengsted, yeah, I don't know his name,
0: yeah, Tengstedt, and then they brought the uh, the other Norwegian kid or Danish kid, uh, I don't know his no, name, but he Norwegian. looks amazing. Yeah, Norwegian kid. Yeah, so like you know, they're bringing in you know big, not not crazy money, but big enough money. What's going to happen to to Henry Carajo? You know, he's behind Goncalo Ramos already. He's behind uh, Peter Musa. You can't have five forwards. I know this. The one kid benfica signed isn't a forward, but you know he's a winger. But regardless. You know, you know what, what's going to happen to him because he's very highly rated, Araujo. And uh, you know, this guy, I'm actually going through the DMs now. He's he basically telling me, you know, like um, I don't think he'll get loaned out. I think he'll stay in the Benfica B team and, and play there. They like they like doing that with their players. He says. I'll quote him exactly. He says, uh, I don't think they view it that way because there's still margin of development in the second league. Ruben Diaz is a good example for this with over 50 games in the B team. And on the other side, you have players like Florentino Luis, which in two years went to Monaco and Gatafe and barely played. Um, and they also train with the first team, of course. And I basically said to him, I agree with you, but for a striker, I think you need to be playing against men. You need to be playing in, in like, you know, real divisions. Like, you have to be able to compete against men, not playing in under 23 leagues, you know, in in B teams. I think there's a difference between scoring goals in B teams and there is, well, there's definitely a difference, right? And uh, crazy, I'm 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 at home. I had a nap for like two hours. I wake up and I see this news that Araujo's <laughs> going on loan to Watford, and I'm like, how weird is this? Like I haven't I haven't spoke to this kid like to this boy on um, no, on Twitter for like two weeks since I bought him, and on the day that I DM him, and he tells me he's not going to go on loan. Which of course I'm not saying he knows everything, but regardless, how ironic is it that Henry Araujo is basically going on loan to Watford? <laughs> I just thought that was absolutely crazy in terms of timing, you know.
1: Uh, this is certainly pretty crazy. But Joe it Pedro It is weird, isn't it? Joe Pedro is injured so why not get the True? Why not get a True. substitute for him and Henrik out. Yeah, no, it makes sense. Certainly has the the dog in him, you know, and uh, he's an amazing Yeah, player. to play championship. And uh, I 100%, think the, so. I think the the head scout of uh, of Watford used to be a scout for Benfica as uh, well, so I think she knows it. Okay. I see. I see. That makes sense. Um, Shout-outs
0: to a good friend of mine who told me that. Can't really? say the name, but... <laughs> so, no, you're fine. I just saw another tweet. Henry Araujo is not part of Roger Smith's plans for the rest of the season. He advances to... Um, well, I don't know what that really means, but, yeah. Basically, he's, it looks like he's gone on loan. So, um, well, actually, yeah. And Henrik Araujo right at Watford. Go with everything, kid. Yeah, so it looks like it's as, as good as done. Um which gives me, obviously, utility I didn't expect to have, which I'm pleased about. There's only Feder. There's only th- eight rare cards on the whole platform and one super rare um, yeah, of So it is pretty good. There's one up for sale for 0.7. Uh, I paid 0.35 15 days ago. I don't think he'll sell for 0.7. Uh, but regardless, there's definitely, um, hopefully, a player in there that can score me some goals and midweek as well with Watford, uh, which is pretty cool. Uh do you have any games this midweek Fedda? I I personally don't have anything going no, on right no, now. No. No no. Um, no. No no. Yeah, so I, yeah, I guess I'd... we're just looking forward to the weekend, right?
1: Yeah, I'm not even that yeah. much on the weekend. I think this this weekend all my players have very bad with matchups and somehow Oh, really? And oh, wow, uh, okay. I have other things to do this weekend than concentrating football anyway, so um, yeah.
0: can we can we tell the audience is this somebody's birthday this yeah, weekend or maybe
1: it's, wow. it's tomorrow okay. it's actually in an hour or so <laughs> and it in the is, UK.
0: yeah for your time hour and a half away yeah Bro, well, you wow know,
1: you know whose birthday it is as well go on our beloved henry carajo
0: no way <laughs> look what, is at 21
1: i think he, uh, be, he's becoming 21 yes what is his also he's also the 19th of January.
0: Wow, that's crazy! What is the odds on that? There's three players actually
1: having it, they'll have the same uh, same
0: birthday.
1: It's, it's Matthias Ginter. He also has the 19th
0: of January. Fedor, so I don't want to disappoint you, but so data is telling me the 18th of January for Henry Araujo. So I don't know. If no, 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 wrong. no, no, no. Henry Arrau is the nineteenth. <laughs> well, sorry. I, I scouted in place
1: of that. Uh, yeah, go on Wikipedia. It's on it. the nineteenth. I try Wikipedia on that more. Yes, yeah, even Transfermarkt says nineteenth. So he. Okay, the so sorry,
0: data is wrong for whatever reason. Um, shame on you, sorry, data. Yeah, it's Um, 19. I'm only messing. Who's the other player, sorry, did you say? Matthias Ginter.
1: Nice, nice. And the myth, the legend, Claudio Marquisio.
0: If you know him. Claudio Marquisio. Of course. How old is he now, Marquisio? I
1: don't think he's that old, actually. I think he's 34. How old is he?
0: Wow. What a player he was, by the way. Yeah, he was. He is... He is born in 86, which makes him 36, uh, 37 on on January 19th.
1: Yeah, but still, you know, he's
0: one year older than Messi. (laughs) I know. A year year younger than Ronaldo. Crazy. Um, That is crazy. That's Um, very crazy. And then there's people
1: like de Buffon still playing and kicking into glass.
0: I know. Amazing to see, isn't it? For sure. Oh, Um, the Z guy. I think, 44
1: uh, Buffon is already 44
0: and he's becoming 45 in 10 days that's unbelievable actually Um, I did see Palace uh, Palace scored against Man United so Man United ended up drawing that game Uh, Bruno Fernandes scored 100 points just having a look on survey data right now Christian Eriksen 75 Um, Rangers 132 Nothing crazy there. Morelos with two goals and an assist. Okay. Well, I think that's going to conclude episode nine of, of uh, Value Talent Podcast. We've done just under an hour, more than I thought we would do. So I'm quite pleased with us, fellow, in that sense. Yeah, but um, it's us. We always talk. It's always easy. Yeah, no. It's always easy to talk to you. I do really appreciate that. We yeah, we seem to flow very well and it's effortless. So that's great. I hope that comes across. Yes. Um, To everyone watching at home or listening at home, sorry, you can't watch this, my bad. Guys, I do ask though, if you are watching or listening on Spotify, I keep saying watching, my bad. If you are listening on Spotify, please, please make a review and and give us five stars. I would love... Because every time I go on my Spotify app, I, I look at, you know, our, our value of talent and it says no reviews, like nobody's... Or no rating or something, like nobody's rated it, basically. So please, 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 uh, will you give us a, a very kind um, review? That would be greatly appreciated. Same as on, on our Apple podcast as well, if, if, you, if you are listening on there. Um, and yeah, lads, we'll be back for uh, episode 10 next week, double digits next week. Um, we have to do yeah, a better one. Everyone... Yeah yeah special one next week I and mean, we everyone guys can we all wish Fedor a happy birthday on Twitter tomorrow because he did announce it was his birthday so yeah everyone tomorrow we need to tweet Fedor. this this will go out tomorrow on his birthday so um, there's no excuse and yeah we'll, we'll leave it as that Fedor, thank you for joining me and I hope you have a great birthday tomorrow my friend I will I will hopefully and yeah. it's going to be yeah, awesome and
1: I'm looking forward 100%. to all the content we will do and it's going to be our year and uh, Hopefully all of ours that is listening right now and we're gonna yeah. rock. Uh, Messi's already 100%. in the club, so let's let's build on that.
0: Fed, I do wanna say before I go, I just realised Fed it's my two year anniversary on Soray tomorrow. Is it? So it we, is we have the nineteenth of January. So we both How have How crazy to... is that? i f- we both have celebrations tomorrow. So, bro,
1: but that's, that's the, the craziest part is that you joined. That's weird. On my birthday. On your birthday. So, so this is fate. This, is fate. this is fate. This is fate, bro. Bro,
0: it was meant to be. It's it meant was
1: meant to, to be, be. 100%. Bro. It's meant to um,
0: be. Okay. It really was. Lads, wish fella happy birthday tomorrow. Um, it's my two year anniversary as well. So, if you want to wish me a happy anniversary, you can. But I don't think you're going to. But regardless, lads, it's been a pleasure. Fedor's been a pleasure. And we'll leave you. Um, and yeah. Um, we'll see you guys next week. Yeah. you.